0: welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I'm your host, Meryl van der Merwe, and today in episode 175, I'm going to be sharing with you 12 ways to use Canva in your homeschool. In case you've never heard of Canva, let me just explain. It is a uh, application that you can use, and it's the basic product is free, to create graphics. It's been around for a couple of years. Initially, it was fairly limited in what you could do, but it was still such an amazing tool. It was well worth using. And so I've been using it for a long time. But it's become now more like a Swiss army knife. It can do so many things. It is so powerful. And every time I look, there are more features that I didn't know existed. If you're interested in hearing how the idea behind this product started and how it became reality go and listen to the episode of how i built this by guy roz i will link to it in the show notes Uh, it's a really fascinating story and the show notes you can find at homeschoolingwithtechnology.com and anything that um, the exact different templates and things i mentioned today i will link to in the show notes so let's keep going now so explain let me just explain that canva is really easy to use if you are not any good at art, that's me, or if you're amazing at art, okay, that's not me, Any and anything in between, this product is for you. It makes creating graphics fast. So even if you're really good, it's going to help you to create the brilliant things you want to do quickly. And if you're not so good like me, you can use their templates and just kind of stick to what you can see and just adapt things uh, enough to make it work for you. And you can produce things that are far more professional looking than if you were just you know, trying to do it with something else. It is great to use in homeschooling because you can give your kids this tool. You can learn alongside them. And if you feel, I mean, you can really learn as you go. You can just play around with it. You can use the help. But if you want to actually learn it uh, in a more systematic fashion, I'm going to link to they do actually have what they call a design school with some tutorials and I'm going to link to that in the show notes or if you're on canva and it's canva.com then you can just you, you can see where it says I think it says learn at the top and if you click on that it gives you the options and if you feel like your child needs a bit of accountability to learn something like this do look at show sponsor of fund academy's computer applications class that I teach it is a year-long class and it's for seventh to 12th grade, doesn't just teach Canva, it teaches lots of other tools too, but Canva is one of the things that they have to learn. And then they actually obviously do assignments where they create some some, uh, different things in Canva. Let's get back to now what you can do in your homeschool. So the first thing that you could do with it is you can make digital posters. And this was something that was available right from the start. Canva has always been free, and there are different levels you can pay for um, a pro version, which is more powerful, etc., but you don't need it. You'll also see that when you're working in it, you'll need to show your children that some of the graphics are paid for, and some of them are only available if you use one of the paid versions, but there are plenty of free ones, and That's what you can use. Or you could find graphics elsewhere and import them, which is obviously something you can do as well. So you can create digital posters. So you could use this, you're studying a country, you can tell them to make a digital poster advertising the country. Or you could make a digital poster of war propaganda, for instance, during World War I or World War II, ask them to create the poster. Um, You could create, I mean, these are so many things. Any sort of poster that you would want to create you could suggest your children could do this. By the way, when you've finished producing something, you can either download it, you download it as a PDF, a PNG, um, a JPEG, or you can actually share a link. So it makes it a nice easy way to share this with other people. But obviously if you're creating it as a um, as an actual file, you can use that file elsewhere. So you could import it into another program, you could print it off. So all of these things allow you to, you know, get a physical copy of what you've made too. The second thing you could do do with it is presentations. I used to use Google Slides just because of ease of use and again you can just take a link with you and um, get up and running really quickly but I have switched and all the most recent talks I've done I have used Canva to to produce them. They it just really looks so nice and there's just so many great tools in Canva that it looks so much more professional than anything else I could do. And I'm almost surprised every time when I look and think, wow, I actually made that because as I said, this really isn't my forte. In the show notes, I'm linking to the exact templates to find each of these things, but you can also just go to canva.com and you could kind of start from scratch and do things, but the templates just make it easy. Then you can create cards. You can create um, greeting cards, invitations, anything like that. And again, as I said, you could actually download it and print them off or you could send it as a digital card. Um, lots of templates and the templates are just, it, it's just, you're going to have to go and have a look at it. But if you've never seen it before, it's, you can just easily see where to drop in text, you know, but it's, you can, you can make the text bigger and smaller and you can change your font size. You can, you can use the graphics that they have. They've got icons there. There's just so much. Just, you need to go and look if you haven't seen it. Number four, is that you can create websites so you can actually create a whole website that you can just access with the link or you can use it um, to upload to another website so um, i have not tried this not done anything with it but it, you could get your kids to create um, a website on whatever you are studying and do it all in canva which makes it really easy for them and you know even upper elementary will be able to do this and things like making greeting cards as long as your kid can use a computer, they're going to be able to do this. Because again, as I said, they can use the templates and just change them up. Um, And you can sit perhaps and help them initially, but it's really not hard. Number five is creating videos. And this is something that I'm going to be playing around with a little more. So if you follow me on Instagram, maybe in the next few weeks, maybe months, depending on how quickly I get to it, I'm wanting to be playing with the video editor and seeing if I can produce some reels. Uh, I have made a few easy things in their videos. You can also just make uh, things like GIFs with it, animations, because you can actually, you can save the animations as, as a little file. Um, and so you can, you know, as like a video file, so you could, you could import it into somewhere else. It's just, it's, again, it's not difficult to do. And it's the kind of thing your teens would probably get into and do amazing work very quickly. you can make comic strips now we've talked now some of these things i have listed canva as an option as we've talked about like how to make comic strips so there are other websites you can use to make comic strips but canva has templates so you can just take a template that there is and you can either say remove the words and tell your child to make a story with the comic strip and but they're going to put their own words in it and so they're going to look at what there is and decide on what the story is or you can just use the frames and tell them to make up on a topic. It could just be creative writing, just general fun. Or you could uh, give them a specific topic like, you know, in, in my um, government class, they have to do the, a day in the life of the president. They have to just do it in a little comic strip. Um, it's the kind of things that might happen. Then you can make photo books. And this would be something really cool to say, perhaps document your homeschool year. So you as a parent could do it, or you could get your kids to do it. And then at the end, you could send this to grandparents. Or you could make one of a vacation. We could get your kids to make the one of the vacation. And you just all have a cool memory to keep. You could obviously print it off if you wanted. But, you know, digital format is just so much easier. Then we are on to now. We are on to number eight. So number seven, so we're now on to number eight. Number eight is infographics. I mean, you know, an infographic is it's taking a whole lot of data and putting it into graphical format. And Canva has has templates for that. And again, if you you know studying something, maybe again, World War II, uh, you could say to the kids, okay, how many people died? How many battles were fought? You know, just things like that and ask them to present it in, uh, as an infographic because that teaches your kids techie skills and at the same time, you get in to go away and research and gather data and then put it together as an infographic. Then the next thing is a portfolio, a digital portfolio. Now, I've had an entire episode of digital portfolios that I did already. And I don't think I mentioned Canva because I don't think I thought about it. But now there is an actual template for portfolios. So once your child gets to high school and they perhaps want to link to their portfolio as they are applying to colleges and for scholarships, Canva is a place where they can put their portfolio. So, you know, if they, obviously if they're into photography or art, they can showcase that in their portfolio, but it might also be that they're into programming um, and they can have links to the different things that they've made. So, so many different you know, topics that would work well in a portfolio and you could use Canva to create it. Number 10, again, this would be, would work well for for high schoolers, is a resume. There are resume templates. You can, they can use those when they're creating the resume to start applying for their first jobs. Number 11 is something pretty cool, is that you can create uh, graphics for t-shirts. So perhaps your child is part of a Lego League team or something like that and they want t-shirts and you or your child is actually quite good at designing things. Well, Canva has templates that you can use to make the designs and then you can export it. You can save it however you want and use it in whichever program, you know, however you're going to actually produce the t-shirts, whether you're taking your file to somewhere or if it's one of these online sites that you're just going to upload it and print them off. They also got templates for mugs, I saw that as well, so t-shirts, mugs, basically to make actual products with designs on them, Uh, Canva lets you do that, and then the 12th and last one for today is games, they have templates for different sorts of games that you can play, now they've, they've also got ones for worksheets, and you know, if you want your child to be practicing handwriting, they've got things like that, to coloring pages, you can make them easily. But I'm looking here particularly at games because I like games. There's like trivia games, so you could make your own like trivia night using their templates. Bingo, you can make bingo bingo boards. There was word games, there were just a lot of different ideas. You might think of even more, but they've got templates all set up that you just have to kind of drop your words in, your bingo ideas, etc. So I'm going to give you a bonus tip uh before we finish up. And that's something I had no idea that you could do in Canva, but you can actually add Google Maps in. They've now got, whatever you call it, like a connection to Google Maps. And um you can just like pick the part of the Google Maps. Oh, I like when you put London and it gave me the center part of London. You could have moved around to get it. And then it is you can automatically just drag it into your design. So you know again here if you're doing a digital poster of London and you wanted the map, there it is. Or if you're doing it of a, um, you know, like a particular area, you can just easily drag, you just easily grab the Google Map. You don't have to go to Google Maps and take a screenshot and edit it down. It's just like all in the right format all right there for you, which I thought was particularly cool. So that is it for the 12 different ways you can use Canva. There are many, many more ways, but these are ones that I thought you could particularly use In homeschooling and as homeschoolers, that I could, if Canva had been around when I'd been homeschooling, I would definitely have been using most of these ways and getting my children to use them too. If you enjoyed this episode, won't you share it on social media? Tell a friend about it you think um, would find it useful. And if you have an extra minute, giving us a rating and review really helps us to get found by other people so that they can also get better at technology. Do come and join us on Facebook in the Homeschooling with Technology community. Share what you are doing, ideas that you have, and let us all learn from each other. That's it for today. I will see you again, same time, same place, next week. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermeer.